do you think um, security in the White House seizes drugs from people? Drugs? Yeah. I wouldn't think that often. Right? I mean, like, who's going in and out of the White House, you know? Pretty important people, I guess. I mean, maybe every once in a while there's, like, a some cocaine or something. But my thought and guess would be, like, very rarely. Uh, four hours ago, live test show substance found a White House was cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's a bunch of fucking rich ass powerful people, you know. It's like you know that shit's gonna be mixed in with what's going on. Not saying like <laughs> every decision is made on cocaine or anything, but it's like <clears throat> or even if they're like doing it there, it's just like it could be in their pocket or something. Like that doesn't really surprise me. Um Is it yeah, it's is it is it really that surprising? No, I mean cocaine and rich, powerful people like go together, you know. If it was like meth or something, that feels worse. But I mean, not that like cocaine is good, but it's just I I feel like another drug would surprise me more. Pretty much any other drug. I guess the location they found it is where staff led tours of the White House passed through. Oh, so, so it could have just been someone had cocaine on. Could have been like a guest just doing a regular tour, just doing a rail. Although sources are saying. You know who was just there recently? Who? Old HB. HB. Old Hunter Biden. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just joking. There'd be more than... There people saying that. I think I think they're just joking, though. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, it's a joke, but... That's, that is good, though. I mean, also, if you're Hunter Biden, that, that kind of just... You have to know that's going to be part of your life forever now, that, that those jokes are going to get made. Yeah. I mean, who am I to say it wasn't his cocaine? Right, who knows? I just thought it was funny. I don't I don't ever remember seeing a headline like that before. Yeah, drugs in the White House. See, mm-hmm. it seems like a place that they wouldn't be getting in, but Cause there's if drugs have, everywhere. They probably have a decent detailed dogs around too, I feel like. Probably, yeah. Um to sniff out any poison or something. True. I don't know. Do they do have you poison sniffing dogs? Probably not. Those are probably just for drugs. Yeah, or bombs and shit like that. But if you're getting mail, they have to check for poison. Right? Yeah. At that level, oh uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that? you have like a chef and stuff, so like, like a heat lamp or something. Like, how do you how do you tell? how do you see poison? I don't know. I guess they, yeah, man. What do they have? Like a guy who sits and eats all the food before <laughs> the president <laughs> eats it. If it has poison, then that dude just fucking dies. Just uh, take one for the team. See ya. That's some uh, fucking Skyrim shit. When you. Like you, you're trying to assassinate this person, and you like uh, poses the chef, and you poison the soup. Mm. Um, but makes me think of that um, the the movie, the interview with Seth Rogen and James Franco. Maybe mm-hmm. did you ever see that? A long time ago, but I really don't remember. They they go to North Korea to interview yeah Kim Jong Un, and then spoiler, they have to try to assassinate him. Yeah. And I remember watching that like when it first came out, and then I don't think I thought it was that funny because I never watched it again. Yeah, it's. I feel like there's a lot of dirty humor in there. Yeah, in the, from from what I remember. But uh, episode thirty eight, Good Fridays, thirty eight. Mm. Uh, 
I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of tired today. I'm having a hard time thinking. I think um, I'm going to look it up, but I'm pretty sure Jalen Samuels was who played for the Steelers like three years ago, who was like kind of a no, like kind of not really that good. War 38. I can't think of. Oh, yeah, boy. Jalen Samuels. <laughs> 38. Shout out. I can't think of any other 38s. He had one touchdown in his career. 468 yards. Shout out. Yo, did you hear about that Cincinnati Reds player? No. Do a, do a quick Google. Uh, just do Cincinnati Reds. Uh, uh, Cincinnati Reds player or something. Apparently, he's lighting up the league. Oh. He's, like, been, he's been batting crazy. And he just oh, got called yes, up recently. No, I did hear something about this. I can't I can't remember his name. Yeah, um Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. who it is. Yeah, dude, I heard doesn't he have like some kind of like ridiculous fucking batting out? He's like right six now? five or six six too. Damn. Yeah, he's been batting crazy. My my manager showed me a video of him. He's been he hit uh, a cycle in, in like six innings. He hit the cycle. Damn, dude. Yeah, he he's hitting a Three oh eight, oh yeah, that's his career. I guess that's not that crazy, but maybe it used to be higher. But to come out of nowhere, true. You know, twenty one. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty I think crazy. this this was last week. I was hearing about it, but it's always exciting, especially in baseball, when a player breaks out on the scene like that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool because there's so many baseballs. To me, baseballs stands out in the sense that there's so many people. Right, like all the Coming farm teams, and, yeah, it's yeah. it's such it's just a huge market, and unlike any other that I know of. Yeah, and it's it just man, like getting drafted into baseball, maybe not like number one overall, because then you're gonna be like a more of a fast track, but just like getting into that, but getting like starting at like the minors and the farm leagues and stuff, like the fucking journey to get to major league baseball is so long, and like you don't make any money doing it. And then all of a sudden you make this to the majors and you're making like forty million a year, you know? But like nobody else gets paid. None of the other fucking like you know, like the minor league teams, they don't make anything. Yeah, that's why I mean, I know it can be it's gotta be tough, especially when you're putting in time like year after year after year, nothing's really shaking for you. And so you got a family too. It's like when do you when do you hang hang the glove up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you're chasing this dream and there has to be a moment where you're or a lot of moments when you're like this cannot be worth it but i mean i guess it's it turns out to be worth it for some people but also it turns out to not be worth it for a lot of people but at that point what's worth it you know like you still got to play professional baseball for a lot of years and for some people that's still a dream but uh he wears number 44 so we'll save him for a few episodes down the line we'll come back to him What's Check in on his batting Ellie, average. Ellie De La Cruz. Ellie De La Cruz. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Um, man, fucking uh, working today was weird because <laughs> I feel like I've been off for so long. Um, but uh, did you have a good long weekend? Oh, yeah. It was nice. I, we took off Monday as well. Uh, and Sunday was Sierra's birthday, so we kind of celebrated that all weekend. Nice. Which That's was right. nice. Um came and visited Charlottesville on Sunday or Saturday and then Sunday we went to Warrington and stuff. It was nice. It was nice. cool. Pretty laid back and I think she had a good birthday so it was nice. And then as far as Independence Day goes 
Um, we didn't go anywhere on the 4th, but we saw some fireworks, like, throughout the weekend, so, um, I got sunburned pretty good at work <laughs> on Friday. Yeah. I had to go swim, I had to jump in this pond to replace these biochar socks. Okay. And those are sort of, it's got, like, essentially charcoal and mulch in them, and it sort of draws in the excess nitri- nitrogen within the pond, just to try to keep it healthy, you know? Right. Yeah, and we replace them yearly. So this year, I drew the stick to jump in and yank them out, and you got sunburned. Yeah, dude, and it was. Well, it I was, imagine if you kind of just like had to go swimming on short notice, especially on Friday. Dude, yeah, that shit bro. Was fucking it was like an hour. It was. I was probably out there for an hour and a half total. Oh, that's all it needs. I just, feel like that's all you need. Though. And the and it was one of those days where the sun wasn't really shining on me. It was more the clouds, and then we had like two scattered storms come over while I was in the pond. And I still got fried. Damn. So that kind of had me a little, uh, my energy was low this weekend, but. Yeah, I got sunburned too because we went to Delaware. Oh, how was that? It was fun, but I did get sunburned. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then we came home Monday. Um, then Tuesday for actual Independence Day, we were, we went to Carter Mountain, but they canceled the fireworks. So we didn't really see any fireworks because of weather, or no, because of funding or something. They like it just announced that they're not going to do it this year. Last second, they announced it. No, I think it's been kind of public knowledge, but we just didn't really check. Oh, I got so. you. Damn shame, man. Yeah, but um, the weekend was really fun, though. I mean, like going to Delaware is is so nice. Like we're so close to the beach and. Logan's parents have, like, a nice house with, like, a screened-in porch and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's just, like, it's always a really good time. Good vibes. Which is nice because I feel like a lot of people, like, fucking hate hanging out with their in-laws, you know? And for me, like, that's, like, a vacation, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun, Um, which I am, like, recently started to feel pretty thankful for just because I do feel like it's kind of a common thing. Just be like, fuck hanging out with your in-laws like that you know so it's nice to actually like have fun doing that yeah it's it's definitely a plus if uh you get along on that on that level of not just being yeah the in-laws you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it's fun they're really fun people so yeah it was a cool weekend but um not excited to be back at work no i'm fucking burnt out dude (laughs) it's just like it's it's like a blur doing anything other than this. And even this is kind of a blur. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I can make this little layover stop on the way down to Richmond. Right, yeah. It's honestly, it's right in the middle, which is nice. It was like a two-hour drive from my house. And mm-hmm. to here was one hour or so. And I'll be back. Two nights in Richmond, and I'll be back on Friday. Oh, damn, two nights. Yeah. So I'm supposed to meet my buddy. Shout out Nick. I'm supposed to be meeting him tomorrow. Nice. Should should be a good time, but um, yeah, man, I don't I don't know how I like traveling for work anymore. Yeah, I was cool with it starting off. Right, it gets old fast once you like um are settled into like a home. Yeah, it gets old really fast. And then pets, pets yeah. makes it harder too. Having two dogs and leaving Sierra to take care of that. Yeah, I mean, I remember like really enjoying it. Or enjoying it more so, at least when I lived in Culpeper with my parents, because it was like, I didn't, but then once I moved here and, uh, you know, really like settled in here, it got, it started just getting harder and harder to do like overnights because it's just like, 
so relaxing to come home or yeah. like to be at home after a day of work mm-hmm. and just relax. So, but I mean, it's not, I don't, I wouldn't say I dread it. It's, it all sort of depends on what the kind of work is I'm doing while I'm traveling. Right. Um, which I'll be working with pesticide stuff. So that's not great in terms of what I want to be doing either, but it's is cool for it now. Is. Yeah. Can't hurt, I guess. Or could it? Mm. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I'm excited to get down there and get back to the house this weekend. What we got going on? I think I'm seeing my buddy Will this weekend. Oh, I nice. I haven't seen him in a while, so that'll nice. be good. Um, you doing anything this weekend? It's uh, We're celebrating Steph's birthday because we gave her the shout-out. It was last weekend, but I guess just with, like, 4th of July plans and, or whatever, she uh, is doing, like, a little pool party this weekend. So nice. be up for that. But um, Shout-out. Oh, Steph, you have something you want to talk about real no, quick? No, no, you got it. Um, Steph wrote in last week and I missed it, but have you seen anything about the, uh, the cage, the cage fighting match between Mark Zuckerberg yeah. and who is it? Elon. Elon. Yeah. She was, she was, she wanted to hear our takes on that. Well, Mark Zuckerberg like does fucking jujitsu. So I imagine he would kick his ass. I mean, he's a dork, but he literally like does jujitsu. Like he like practices that, you know, Elon's a big dude though. Elon is low key kind of a hoss. You know, doesn't seem like he would be. And did doesn't he? Didn't he do some kind of fighting and when he was younger because he would get beat up a lot? I thought he had some kind of wrestling or. Some, I don't know some if he background. has any kind of background, but yeah, I heard like the UFC would promote it, and fucking uh, Dana White was like wearing a shirt that said Zuckerberg versus Musk. So you've got you've got Zuck at five foot seven, thirty nine years old, hundred and. 100 pounds, 100.98 pounds. Mark Zuckerberg's, no. It can't be right. No, 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 no. This is saying Elon's 246. He might be, dude. He got kind of big. Yeah, you got Elon at 51. You got Zuck at 39. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg would fucking kill him. He's got him. All you got to do is tire him out. I just feel like he would submit him quickly if he knows how to do jujitsu at all and Elon doesn't. Like, you're going to get submitted, like, really quick. Did, was he saying Elon was training with Lex or Zuckerberg was training with Lex? Lex Friedman. Did oh, I this? assume it's. I assume it was Zuckerberg. I think it m- must have been. Yeah, because I know Lex Friedman does some of that shit too, and but I know him and Elon are like kind of tight. But I'm pretty sure it was Mark Zuckerberg. Huh. Um. Yeah. Shout out. I'm taking Zuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. That would man. Imagine. The fucking amount of money that people would put up to watch we'll go that. into that. Oh, imagine the amount of money gambled on that. Oh, my. But honestly, I mean, Elon would probably, I feel like he has horrible odds. Yeah, it wouldn't. I don't think there would be very many Elon betters. But there'd always be, like, the one dumbass who, like, puts, like, $4 million on just because he's, like, plus 800 odds. And he's and he's, what if he just knocked him out? It turns out he's just a sick boxer. That would be cool. What do you think about people who uh, leave their stationary home life and go customize a van? And live uh, in dude, fucking, I love that shit, man. Uh, I just, um, fuck, <laughs> this dude just popped up on my Instagram and I followed him. I think you follow him too, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, shout out that dude. 
I fucking like did my senior capstone project with that guy. No way. Yeah, but I didn't really know him that well because it was over Zoom. But I that's like a real thing. He's a really fucking chill dude. And um, yeah, I saw that pop up, so I gave him a follow. Um, that's super dope, dude. Like, I love that type of shit. Shout out to the Calavan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw he did that. I think that's pretty sweet. I mean, during the pandemic, I saw. I would see lots of videos about people doing that. Yeah. Just like throwing everything in their car and just driving, you know? But he did it right. Everything looks pretty it sweet. Looks fucking beautiful, man. And that like uh he did like a porch on the top, like yeah. some decking boards and a little railing. Like um Yeah, man, I mean it's not something I want right now, but I could picture like another life of myself doing something like yeah. that. Like it's definitely not like I'm not like grossed out by that thought. Like it sounds really, um, yeah. I don't know what the right word for it is. Like, I feel like you could learn a lot about yourself too and stuff like that. Plus, it's like you could live and I mean you could work remotely and like have a full time fucking income with like a very small living expense and just like stow money away, but still live like a really interesting like see a lot of beautiful places and stuff. Like if you did that for one to two years and you're making, call it 50K a year. Yeah. That'd be pretty nice if you were able to stow a bunch of that away. I mean, once you get the initial cost of reinstall, adding new things. Yeah, but Keep I getting mean, your whole setup. Then eat that up front. Yeah, and if you own the van, it's like you're not paying shit. You're paying gas and then every other expense you'd be paying either way. Yeah. Food and water and shit. Like, Just thinking about... You're not paying rent anywhere. You don't have a mortgage. Yeah. You have your gas bill. Yeah. That's about it. That's the only expense. Gas that you're bill, like phone bill. Adding. Yeah, but phone bill you're paying anyway. Yeah. Wi Fi or I guess no Wi Fi, but now you fucking like <laughs> mobile hotspots and shit exist. Like mm. um Yeah, it's just it was really, really cool. Um plus there's also the angle of like if you can build your social media following up enough, like that can because people fucking eat that shit mm-hmm. up people living in vans um because it's different but yeah shout out fucking the calavan dude yeah <laughs> it just popped out of nowhere yeah i was on, on my way up the steps coming here i think somebody else is doing the same thing they're actually just moving okay. i know those people but it did look like i thought the same thing i it does look like yeah because i think they like put their bed in there and shit didn't look as nice as the Calavan, but no, it they're just look- uh, they're actually moving yeah. to a, another apartment. So okay, just okay. Throwing shit in there, but shout out. Yeah, shout out. Uh, my neighbors miss already miss them already. Uh yeah, dude. Um, I feel like I've had something that I really wanted to talk about today. Oh, um, okay. Let's. Let, this isn't what I was thinking, but. New marijuana laws in Virginia. Things have changed around here. Do you know anything about this? I I don't know anything about it. So they um. Uh, what I can gather is that like. Uh, things that contain THC have to contain twenty five as much twenty five times as much CBD in them. Whereas before that wasn't the case. And like it's trying to like crack down on like um, THC sales in Virginia. But legal THC sales? Yeah, yeah. Like if it's 
in a like in a dispensary or whatever, if it contains with ten milligrams of THC, it has to contain two hundred and fifty milligrams of CBD. Hmm. I don't really get it. I the thing is like that much CBD in a fucking like just to take think about it like a, an edible like a gummy like okay. a ten milligram edible is like not a weird thing right, but if it has to have two hundred and fifty milligrams of CBD in it, that makes it one like a shit ton of CBD which like you know you might not want and also that would fucking up the price a bunch because like CBD edibles are kind of expensive on their own. So a 250 milligram edible of CBD just to get that 10 milligrams of THC is crazy. Hmm. And then you, you know, that almost eliminates like higher THC edibles. Like when you get to like 20, now all of a sudden you need fucking 500 milligrams of CBD per edible. So they're trying to... What do you think they're trying to accomplish? They're trying to stop, like, sales of THC because it's just harder to to, hit, to come up with. Like, okay. It's harder to make this type of shit. Gotcha. So it's, like, a way of, like, slowing down that with not, like, making it completely illegal. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how big of a difference that's going to make. Like... So they're just saying you can't, you can't sell it? You can't legally sell it under that. Yeah, with that, without that, like, huh. caveat, I guess. But, yeah, I haven't been to any of, like, the places that sell since it's been, like, enacted. But it's, like, I don't know. The one literally says, like, we still sell, <laughs> we still sell cannabis, like, 7-1-23 on it or something. Huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like they just keep making all these fucking like loop like you have to jump through all these loops to get there. Like there's like or jump through all these hoops to get there, and you're um they just keep making it like harder. But I feel like all that does is push people to just buy it illegally, which I feel like should be more of a concern than people buying it at all, because people are gonna fucking get it either way. Like it might as well be regulated shit you can make money on if you're the government you know it just seems like a no-brainer to me that we're still fucking doing this like in this in the way the world is right now do you think it's going to do you think it's really going to make a difference do you think the difference that they're trying like what's do you think their motive will be i don't know i i feel like it's kind of pointless but i also just i i'm kind of it's kind of like yet to be determined but i just don't understand why we keep trying to make it harder to do this when all that's doing is pushing people to buy from like untrustworthy places, which could be anything at that point. You know what I mean? It's like what you would rather see people buy weed off of like strangers that, and they have no idea what's in these, like in this thing. They're just, they just bought versus buying it from a store, you know? Um, so that, that just like that thinking doesn't make any sense to me. Cause I just don't think like, no matter how hard you make it to buy it from a store, people are still going to figure out a way to get it that want it, you know? And I'm also not saying, like, every illegal source is, like, fentanyl, but it's a it's a possibility, you yeah. know? And you're just, like, kind of, like, ignoring that possibility while, like, maybe even pushing people more towards it because it's, like, 
okay, you're going to make it fucking impossible for me to buy this shit at, you know, at a store. So I'm just going to buy it from this guy that I've, I met through three friends or something, you know? Yeah. It makes it, I don't know. It makes me wonder if, well, I don't know. It's like if maybe their goal is to push people to, cause it sounds so obvious to you. So it's got to be obvious to whoever's making the decisions, right? I, yeah, right. I don't know. <laughs> but what's the, what's the goal here? Like, um, I don't know. I just don't really understand the end goal of it. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like something similar to like, um, another part of it was like had to do with the marketing and the packaging and stuff. Which that actually did make sense to me because some of that shit does look like candy and it shouldn't like it should look like like a medical product, you know. Um, so that part of it makes total sense to me to like keep it away from uh, kids and shit, you know, right. like similar to that fucking story you told about uh, drinking the moonshine or whatever out of the water bottle. Yeah, you know? like there shouldn't be like a baggie on your fucking bedside table that says like sour patch kids on it you know and a kid's like oh shit and they eat like four of them you know like yeah. that's we need to get away from that so right. i'm totally for that but i just don't understand what this whole like regulation of it has to be so much more cbd it just seems like it's making it harder for people to sell it legally and it's like why do you want to do that yeah i mean it's i'd say it's still relatively new in virginia though right mm-hmm. um and I, who knows, maybe in these states where it's been around, it's been legalized or whatever for years, maybe they once had something similar to this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean, there's definitely some growing pains, I think. And maybe, and who knows if they, whoever's making the decisions, if they, are they trying to roll back on it or are they just trying to make it harder and make it less prevalent to where you're not driving down the street in Richmond or something and you just smell pot if you've got the windows down. You right. know what I mean? Which I know, because I know it's like that in D.C. in some areas. If you're driving, you almost, you're going to smell it wherever you are. Yeah, for sure. But. I just don't think this, maybe that's what they're, I think that's what they're trying to do here. I just don't think it's doing that. I think it's just, but I guess there are some people that if it's not at their local store, then they'll probably just stop doing it, you know, but I don't know. It seems like a weird, but like I said, I do like the packaging thing because I think that's kind of fucked up that we sell, that they sell that shit that's like. Marketed tart that something kids would want. It looks like it looks like delicious, you know. It's like blue raspberry sour patch kid gummies, and you're like, "Yes, I will eat that." I'm a child. Did you see the uh, the Supreme Court's ruling on uh, affirmative action? No, I think they banned it. So now they're outlawing universities from selecting students based on their race. Oh, they're outlawing that. Yes. Or they're banning it, I'm assuming. Oh, okay. So you can't just... You can't just accept somebody be, to hit those... We need 10, yeah, 10 these people, need, 10 these yeah. people, 10 these people, you know? Which seems right, right? Like, the most qualified people should get in, regardless of... And I... I get the... um kind of systemic problem of like there is like there can be a sway towards um white people right like um but 
the qualifications should override everything. And I understand there's cases where it might not be, but I just feel like kind of going both ways there. Like it should just be about the qualifications and not about anything else. Like, um, but that is like kind of like a systemic problem, I think. So that like people of other races uh, face, it's like, and it could even be subconscious, you know, but it's, it does happen, you know, like uh fucking Kanye, Jerome, get more time than Brandon, you mm. know, like that type of shit. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, I, I think it's, it may have swayed too far the other way where people are like, we're going to be the most fucking inclusive university. So we're just going to fucking, you know, but like then you're taking it away from people who are actually qualified um, to be there. And again, it's not every case, but yeah, I like that though. I think Um, as long as it goes both ways, it's just like qualifications. It's college, you know, it's not fucking, I don't know. I I guess nothing should be (laughs) about that. It should always be like your qualifications, jobs or whatever school. Because one thing I've seen get brought up after this ruling is um, the uh, legacy, like having your parents or relatives that are legacy to a university. Should that give you? Um, oh yeah, a foot see above? that's fucked up too. No, like that's stupid. Bro. Like fucking your your parents could be like fucking geniuses, and you can still be a shithole. You know, like a shithead. Like you're not just guaranteed to be like them because they're your parents. So. Um, yeah, I think once you get there, if that helps you get into a fucking frat or whatever, that's fine because that's more of like a family style thing. But it's a college, man. Like, just th- because my dad went to fucking like this is also hypothetical. My dad did not go to Harvard, but just because my dad went to Harvard and doesn't mean like I should go over you, who's like you know you're way fucking smarter than me. I do think it's probably more of like an Ivy League thing versus. I yeah. could be wrong. It but seems it, that way. I mean, I had, I guess I did have a decent amount of friends at Tech who were like, both my parents went here, or at least one of my parents went yeah. here. So like, well, it's just still always going to happen because you're going to be more inclined to go there. It's just a matter of whether or not the decision to accept you as an applicant is based on being a legacy or... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, did, I mean, I'm also agree with the sentiment of just the best the best person available. Yeah, regardless. I mean, it's it's qualifications, like, uh, you know, and I don't mean just grades, like, qualifications across the board, community service, fucking extracurricular, like, people who can actually, like, be good at school should get in over people who have some other reason for getting in. And I, I don't know how much that fucking goes into it, you know, but I hope none, but you know it's not none. It's definitely like a non-zero percentage, which kind of sucks. I wonder if universities ever bank on, like they ever look as look at an applicant as a prospect of what is our return on this investment look like? Yeah. I mean, you probably. Know? So in that sense, would you, because you could pick somebody over that, you know what I'm saying? Like if you have a an influencer coming into your university or something like that, they're going to be posting campus everywhere on their pages yeah. you know that gets a little more um conspired way of thinking but yeah but it's there's uh, there is that too like um somebody who would make your school look 
better even though yeah. you know yeah even if they're not 100% qualified or even the in. best student right but it, yeah i mean that you again you hope that it's like a they're not greedy in that way but you know they are like that's cuz they're it's a business like <laughs> it's you know there's like there definitely is money to be made at universities um yeah and stuff like that is like especially like the influencer thing i never really thought about that before but that is very interesting speaking of social media have you seen the the trend with the grimace milkshake i've heard a lot about it yeah i don't i don't really understand any of it i know he's a character right but the trend is like people drink the milkshake and then like something fucking weird happens to them like they're like like this like this dude like will take a sip of it and then he the camera just cuts and then he's like tied up with like this like purple shit like drooping out of his mouth like it's really fucking bizarre it's actually hilarious but <laughs> it's like again I and this like the Wes Anderson thing kicked me into this direction of thinking like it has to be a plant like that shit has came fucking directly from McDonald's and maybe and it grew past that but like who the fuck thinks of that dude like i like the idea of like social media marketing like i feel like we're like entering like a new phase of it where it's not like necessarily sponsored posts mm. it's like you're getting more tricked into thinking that this is like a society thing not a sponsor because we're getting smart enough to like see something that's like a sponsored post and we're just like ah fuck that like but now you're like getting fed this thing that's like it feels like it's like a trend that people do just like there used to be like vine trends and stuff, but it's like, it it definitely is. It's getting more people to buy this fucking grimace milkshake. Yeah. No, it goes, I mean, it goes back to the website you and I talked about Yes, all the way where you, you take a prompt that you have or something you want people to talk about. You go on this page, you post it out there and say, everybody who does this and does this and does this, I'll send you $500, you know, something like that. And all it takes not everybody who does that trend is getting paid, but all you need is no. But yeah, that's why I mean, a few of them to grown, go viral. Yeah, it's grown past the initial thing, but damn, like, yeah, I it, it it does go back to that, but it's like just this idea of marketing without saying this is an ad, like this is a commercial. I feel like we're just gonna start seeing more and more of that shit, like fucking grimace dude (laughs) who the fuck even like gives a shit about fucking mcdonald's grimace's birthday but like i fucking think the videos are funny and it's like oh man it puts mcdonald's in your head like it's like the forefront more of the forefront of your mind than it normally is which is fucking wild to me yeah and even what you said about it's like the commercials now aren't seen as commercials like even all those Buffalo Bills videos that they put out every week where it's just a hodgepodge of memes yeah, together. Yes. But it didn't necessarily have anything to do with the organization per se, with, with the exception of a few clips or some yeah. players' heads like swapped on people's bodies and stuff. But like I don't know. It's like you forget that's a football team that posted that video. Yeah. Because it's so random. Yeah. And that's just like um fucking people like social media teams are getting smarter and they're getting like better people in there. Um, better at that, you know, and like I like that's like part of like our fucking generation, like getting 
like a little bit higher up in the workplace, you know, um, which is just going to keep happening. Like, because obviously like when we were in college and shit, like, like social media marketing, like wasn't as crazy as it is now, at least in my opinion, because like we were still in college, but like now like our peers are getting up higher and it's like, you're seeing these fucking, the fucking grimace milkshake trend. Like, it's just so nuts. Like, it's a fucking McDonald's ad campaign, but it's, like, done in such a way that you're just... It feels like McDonald's has, like, wiped their fucking hands of this mm. completely. I don't think it was... I don't think it was... If this is what happened and this is all orchestrated, or at least a lot of it is, I don't think it'd be that hard to think of in terms of being the marketing team. Because remember when Travis Scott had his meal... How, yeah. how viral they went for that. Yeah. And that was a little different because you had a superstar attached to your name. Yeah. But just the memes that came out of it. Yeah. So, and I feel like McDonald's has, and the last maybe 10 years, I feel like they've had multiple memes that have come out that have sort of, I don't know. The Travis Scott one is the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, no, like, that's fair. Um, But that, that, and yeah, I guess you could, like the, yeah, all of that, like utilizing social media in a way other than just doing sponsored posts and celebrity endorsements. Like, yeah, I guess you could say the same thing. Like those memes were also orchestrated, even though that was the part of it that McDonald's was like not in on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's a pretty similar thing. But yeah, dude, like <laughs> fucking social media marketing is like, I just think it's just going to keep getting like deeper and deeper into the sense where it's going to be really fucking hard to tell what's orchestrated and what's like real like a natural growing trend as opposed to something that hasn't like had an agenda at least at the start like yeah and that it goes back to that fucking website and it it is that's when it's going to get scary is not knowing not being able to tell the difference between yeah not reality but whether or not this is an honest, yeah, at quote unquote advertisement, I guess, but yeah, without even knowing it's an advertisement, I don't know. Just like because things just go viral, and like utilizing that to your advantage is like such a fucking cheap way to market because you're not actually paying anybody; you're just like getting all this press all the time for free. Um, and like. Like you said, it's just like you got to start the spark, which might cost you some money, but it's not going to cost you the amount of money like that's getting brought back to you because of it. Same thing with that fucking dumbass Tim Robinson Netflix show. Like, I think you should leave. Oh, yeah. Those fucking clips are so viral right now. And it's like fucking people are probably going back and watching that shit, that fucking show because they see the clips on Instagram all the time or TikTok or whatever. And it's like. Where did that come from? You know, did somebody really think that was that funny or did somebody get paid to think that that was that that funny? And then it grew into what it is now. But you could probably drive yourself fucking insane trying to think about (laughs) if you read too far into all of that. But yeah, so that Tim Robertson is his name. Mm -hmm. So I I just saw the clip, too, about the paying it forward thing. Yeah. Where he goes up to the drive through orders like a drink or something. Pays it forward, so he he barely has to pay for his. Yeah. Pays for the last person. Tries to race around the fast food joint. Comes yeah. back to try to get that person to pay it forward to him. 
And he's like, 55 hot dogs, 55 sodas, 55, all this yeah. stuff. It's pretty funny. Yeah. But it's silly. I'm not saying it's like a fucking terrible show. Do you like show. that show? I've never watched it. Okay. But I'm like, I'm not trying to shit on the show, which yeah. I might have said it was stupid. But um, just like, wh- like, why are those clips viral? You know, like, is it because they're funny or is it because like there was funding involved at the beginning of that mm. to start the spark? Well, I think that show's been around for a while. I I had uh, Sierra's sister showed it to me like last year. And okay. I didn't, and I didn't think it was really that funny, but that pay it forward bit I thought was funny when I saw it online. I was like, oh, okay. Now yeah. that being said, I haven't, I haven't tuned into the actual show. Right. But I brought it up to Sydney the other day. I was like, you guys showed me that show like a year ago, and I'm just now seeing clips of people yeah. like talking about it a lot. And it's, it's interesting like, how that works. Yeah. Why did it get popular? Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a new season too, but yeah, that's what it is. You know. Lil Uzi dropped an album this past weekend, and the BET show, like the award show leading up to it, somebody, his partner, like threw a phone at him or something, and that was the headline. Uzi has phone thrown at him, and then four days later, he's dropping an album. Yeah, and it's it ju- his name in the news. Exactly, and he just sold 160,000 copies or something. His name's so it's in like, the news. Yeah. Um, it reminds you that he's alive, and then the next thing is, yeah, I mean, it's just like different, like utilizing, like, different ways of fucking manipulating yourself to be in the like public eye is so crazy because it's just like you think like okay I'm putting out an album I'm gonna put out a thing on my Instagram that says I'm dropping an album in four days you know but like it's just this different completely different way of like putting yourself at the forefront and then just yeah man that's crazy Is the new Lil Uzi Vert album good? Um, my my cousin Noah, he really seems to think so. He said album of the year. Um, I listened to the first four or five songs. One thing that really stuck out to me, there's one song where he's just like, I'm a crow, I'm a crow, I'm a crow. So. Album of the year. <laughs> album of the year. Yeah, I don't really know. It sounded, I will be honest, it sounded... Um, Sounded very similar to Whole Lot of Red, okay. In terms of the production, I feel like yeah. Um, maybe not similar in the sense, but I similar in the sense that if Whole Lot of Red didn't come out, I would have no idea what this album would sound like. Uh, in terms of its influence, you know. Right, but so then it's pretty clear cut that that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, I w- I wouldn't say it replicates it, but it, I mean, you hear it, or I hear it on most of the tracks. Yeah, but they're also, I mean, I don't know. Okay, I have some uh, cleanup. So, NFR podcast, yeah, the guys that do music. I remember distinctly like really shitting on them before. I've actually come around on them. I I I'm seeing uh-huh. like more fucking more things from them that are not just like. I think I fell victim to like fucking Instagram just feeding me like stupid ass content from them and me thinking that they were making shitty content all the time like. I do still say like some of their takes are pretty fucking basic, but I've started like actually like seeing like clips of them like talking a little bit more in depth about stuff, and they are both like actually like pretty fucking well versed <laughs> in what they're talking about. So, uh, yeah, shout out those guys. I hate them less than I used to. And 
but now I keep seeing, I, I see this other thing that pops up, but I, I know it's just fucking Instagram doing this to me again. It's like a music review page, and every fucking album is a 10 out of 10. Every song is perfect. It's like, that's not a review, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just you fucking putting out, like, the Little Uzi one came up on there. That's what made me think of this whole thing is, like, it just po- pops up, and it's like every song, 11 out of 10, album, 10 out of 10. <laughs> it's like, that's not a review, dude. <laughs> like, fucking be a little critical, like, at least, like, tell me something is wrong with this. And it's every single one I see is, like, best album of all time, best album of all time. Like, Maybe they're just trying to get the clout. That's what I feel like, and I don't like that. But yeah. I also never really, like, dug too much into their page, and I feel like I'm falling victim again to Instagram just showing me shitty content, <laughs> you know? It's not their fault that Instagram chooses to show me that the those dumbass ones. Can't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah, and that's how I feel about those those dudes that I've shat on before for being too basic. Like I think Instagram was just feeding me all their basic ass takes because that's probably what they feed everybody. Yeah, I still feel pretty indifferent about them. I mean, they they do have those takes still, which is like kind of um, uh, you know, annoying. But yeah, I, I'm not shaming you for having to change a heart on. Yeah, I, I just, I, I don't, I feel like I like said that they were like fucking retards the last time I talked about Ooh. them, and I want to, I want to walk that back a little bit. That's cool. That's cool. That's fine. I like them. They're cool. Um, yeah, I haven't watched a Fantano review in a minute. Nah, dude. I mean, I, I like Fantano's shorts on Instagram. I think he's fucking hilarious. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think you should like take him his shit too seriously. Um, he's obviously like really fucking intelligent and like has, you know, like intelligent things to say about music and listens to it like very deeply. Um, but music is so fucking like objective. Like it's okay. Like I feel like, you know, anyone using his word as law is like kind of a fucking idiot. It's like you can listen to it. And, and I also like people that get really mad and like argue his takes. It's like, okay but <laughs> you know um it's the same thing like you don't i really have to fucking listen to what he says but yeah i don't know i mean he's super popular and he's good at what he does but i think with him it's gotten to the point now where he doesn't and i don't know if he ever did this i just feel like people like that it just happens like you just become famous and you become one of the biggest yeah. music reviewers reviewers online but it's it's like now he doesn't even have to ask for people to look at his stuff. It's, it's not. He's no longer propping himself up to be that voice anymore. It's it's yeah. everybody who follows him. You know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I like when he goes around and asks people what his worst take is, though. That's always like his shorts are funny. Like he's like a really good content creator. I feel like obviously he's like fucking insanely famous, but um, yeah, I don't know. What you been listening to lately? Uh, still on this fucking tennis kick. I cannot fucking shake that band. Um, I have been listening to uh, the new TV Girl album, which I uh, had texted you about. That it, there's like some fucking like gospel influence, which is crazy for them. I feel like I didn't realize that was a new album. Um, yeah, yeah, it just came out like 
Fucking no. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say no press because I don't really follow them on anything, but I didn't hear anything about mm-hmm. it. And then, like, I just checked my Discover Weekly, saw a song, thought it was a single, and it was a whole album. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, I put some on the, the the playlist this week. So, but I would check out the whole album because it's it's just kind of different. Um, Oh, fucking, I've been listening to some yeah, yeah, yeahs lately because I saw this fucking dude on the beach over the weekend wearing a yeah, yeah, yeah shirt, like this random ass old man, like older man, just like walking on the beach with a yeah, yeah shirt on. So I've been jamming that recently too since I saw the shirt. Um, But that's pretty much it. Do it, listen to a little bit of Cream, you know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Eric Clapton shit. Um, That's... You know, there's like I just feel like there's a lot more in that band than I ever like really realized. You know, because it's like everybody knows like "Sunshine of Your Love" and stuff, but um, there are some pretty crazy. They were doing some like pretty crazy shit, especially for only having three people. Like they were doing some pretty wild shit back in the fucking sixties. So but yeah, so uh, actually like been hitting a wave of just like trying to listen to a bunch of different shit lately which is always fun like I feel like I go in a wave of that and then go out and start listening to more podcasts but right now I'm like just trying to uh, feed myself all the music I can yeah that's awesome what about you I've been on um I don't know nothing too diverse I went back and picked up uh Bill Withers 1971 album oh there you go just as I am I'm a fan of that I found a uh, a hidden sample on that from the new Jackman project. So that was oh. nice. Wait, so you were just listening to the album and you, nice, nice. That's always that so, much cool. fun. Yeah. so much fun. Yeah. It's been a while since I've done that. So that felt pretty good. Um, J Rock, TDE, he just came out with a new song called East Side. Music video was pretty crazy. Um, it was like a movie music video in South Central LA. So. Oh, cool. I've been on my my LA wave with music lately, it feels like. Um, And then this guy, Cal Banks, he's also out from the West Coast. Song matinee with Smino. But uh, other than that, there was actually um, a song by this guy called Killer Mike. He's also West Coast. But I can't remember if I had that on the playlist last week or not. That was a cool song. Mm-hmm. He's the one that um, doesn't he have that song with Jack Harlow where he like says a bunch of like dumb shit in it. He's like, I fucking told you that this boy was coming up, boy. Fucking Killer Mike. Or am I thinking of somebody completely different? I don't know what song you're talking about. I don't know what song I'm talking about either. I just feel like there was a song he like with he had with Jack Harlow. Is that does that exist? I don't think so. Okay, then I'm thinking of somebody completely different. That's all right. Then I'm. But there's. Uh, fuck. If I can find it, I will. Uh, Mac Miller? No, no, because I remember. I I'm saying I know it was Jack Harlow. It was somebody else. Oh, Jack Harlow. There was a DJ Drama put out. Yes, album. I think that's what it is. That's uh, what it is. Ma- uh, Mockingbird or not that long ago, right? Like pretty recently. Yeah, I think yeah, at the top of that's this what year. I'm talking about. Okay, and he just says some dumbass shit. <laughs> I fucking told you, boy. <laughs> it's like Jesus. Dude. <laughs> He's speaking on it, man. Yeah, I mean, everybody call you crazy. It's kind of hard not to. No, I get it. I do get it, but it's not just like, to puff your <laughs> chest out. <laughs> you know, sometimes that is just like, I don't know. That's just, it's kind of corny sounding on a on a track, but 
Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it as far as music. I mean, yeah, hopefully I'll keep going down these different rabbit holes. What happens though is like I like open myself up to like five new albums and I'm like, okay, I need to like listen to all of these. So I'm like just, I feel like I just go in this wave of like just sucking in like a shit ton of new music from everywhere and then uh, kind of expand upon it because then I end up with like five or six new albums to listen to. Have you heard of the Japanese house? Yeah. They put out a new album. I just heard a song. It might have even been from their new album, but somebody, I feel like I just heard a song from them and I was kind of indifferent about it. I've had two friends refer it, but I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah. I, I don't know them very well. I just know that name. I couldn't remember if I'd seen their name on our our weekly playlist yet. Yeah, not for me. Okay. But I definitely like have heard of them before. Might have been on a blend or something then. Yeah. Um, I saw this thing recently about Apple Music just recently being able to use Crossfade. They just their, got that feature? Pretty, like within the last six months. Hmm. I just thought that was interesting. I don't use Crossfade, do you? Sometimes. Sometimes yeah. I use it, sometimes I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I was uh with some, um, shout out Parker, uh, Logan's older sister's boyfriend, who's fucking chill ass dude. He plays. He was playing some good ass music, but he has Crossfade on, and it was just thro- like I didn't. Uh, I don't know how I felt about it. It was just throwing me off. Like, yeah. Um, because he had like kind of a long one on. It was like a couple, like a few seconds, you know. But like sometimes it's fine, but sometimes it just I, it throws me off. Like I need the definitive end and beginning, I guess. Yeah, like um, there's a couple Mac Miller songs where I have to skip like as soon as the music stops because there's lots of audio going on. And sometimes I don't want to hear that. I'd like a housewarming or something. Yeah. So I'll have to either skip the song or okay. have the crossfade high. But mostly, if I've got the crossfade on, it's only like maybe two, three seconds max. Yeah. Max. Unless I'm like really feeling it and I'll throw on like a eight second crossfade. Damn, dude. That's a fucking... That, that's few and far in between song, though. Dude. It's rare. <laughs> but um, Yeah, that's interesting that Apple just got that feature. I feel like that's like not a fucking new thing. I could be wrong, but I remember seeing something. It was maybe two or three weeks ago, and it was talking about a new iOS update or something like that. Huh. And the crossfade was something new that they were going to be getting. But I just remember that's a pretty basic... I was just really surprised. Yeah, that's weird. But, but I mean, it's a feature I wouldn't even fucking realize if it was there or not, you know, so... I definitely like if I had Apple Music, I don't think I would ever complain. Like, I don't have Crossfade, but in that iOS update, I also heard that um, they the like putting an Android in a group chat like doesn't mess it, mess it up, quote unquote, for everybody else, so they can stop fucking bitching about that. For finally, cheers, yeah, about time, yeah, I know. I don't think it would look any different, like on our end, like. Um, but as far as like them being able to like like the messages and shit that for some reason <laughs> means the whole fucking world to them, like uh, I think they can do that now even with an cool. Android person in their chat. That's pretty inclusive of them. Yeah, but I guess it just feels like they finally had to like that. I don't think that technology has not been there. I think they just didn't want to do it until they realized like some people are just gonna have Androids. Yeah, because that's been a problem for years. Yeah. And it's not it can't be like new, like groundbreaking technology. Yeah. It's just it's finally they just put it out. I just don't understand what people with iPhones have against people who don't have them. 
It's because they fucking like <laughs> it's because of shit like that, like Apple not being like it I don't know. But I don't I've never felt that way towards an iPhone person. Uh, like an iPhone user. I just think iPhones are I think they're easier to use. I think they're simpler to use. I don't mean that in any right. like simple people have to use iPhones. I mean that in the sense of it feels feels pretty easy with an iPhone. Yeah. You know? The the layout's pretty simple looking and everything like that. Whereas an Android I remember when I first started using one, I had an iPod Touch, and then right. when I went to the Android, I was like, the interface felt really glitchy, you know? Yeah, but a- Android's cleaned it up a lot since then, too, you know? Yeah, now, I mean, like Now they're almost the same. Like Yeah, that was like 2014. Fucking, right, and that's us- that used to be kind of how it was. Like, there was this big, like, jump, but now it's like, the it's so similar. Like, yeah. Um, and I'm sure people can sit and tell me, like, what, like big differences there still are um but to the average person for the average person it's just the same (laughs) like you're just picking like what you um what you want um but yeah that's uh yeah at least people with fucking iphones can stop whining about a group chat with somebody who doesn't have an iphone in it you got anything else this week i don't think so i'm tapped yeah yeah all right yeah, we can call it. Good Fridays. 38. 38. 38, baby. 1738. <laughs> 38 special. Uh-huh. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Give us a like. Yeah, a like, a five star review. If you're listening on Apple, <laughs> we're here again. Um, Don't worry about nothing. Yeah. Don't, uh, fuck. I feel like I need to like leave them, leave everybody with like some wisdom. Okay. Let's hear it. So old man. (laughs) Um, don't let the fact that, uh, like don't listen to too many fucking conspiracy podcasts that you, that will convince you that the whole fucking world is ending because it's very easy to do and most of the time they are right about the things they're saying but don't let that fucking hinder you from still enjoying your day to day life because things aren't as bad as it seems like they are even though they kind of are that bad like it seems like they're you know it's not really that bad on a day to day basis be present be present love you guys cool peace